0: Welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Unfiltered Woman podcast. I'm your host, Jen Braun, a mom to the spunkiest little girl, a dog lover, ice cream obsessed, and overall... I'm pretty awkward in social situations. (laughs) And we are here to break down the topics that we deal with as women with no topic off limits. This podcast is for you if you're struggling with dieting, tired of restricting, want to truly change your life and feel confident in yourself once and for all. I am so excited to have you. Let's get to today's episode. Hello, today we are talking about how I was dieting and didn't even know it. So, I was thinking the other day about as I was growing up and, you know, what I saw around me in terms of um, diet culture and um, just relationships with food. And I don't remember a ton until um, probably really. So, I, I mentioned a couple episodes ago that I um, got dengue fever when I went to Puerto Rico. And so, ever since then, I had a lot of GI. Um, issues and you know the outcome of, of it was that i was allergic to gluten and dairy but before they could figure that out like it wasn't a no test could detect it like i just felt physically ill but it was just it was not super clear so it's complicated but um so i was sticking with the foods that i felt safe with and i think that that's a huge comparison to what we do when we hear a lot about the diet culture um you know with eat this, don't eat that. Or the next diet is eat that, don't eat this. You know, we get confused. And so an example of that was that I didn't know what was, you know, making me not feel good. But I knew that Starbucks from Frappuccino, Starbucks Frappuccinos, um, I felt okay with. And I was able to tolerate. And, you know, obviously they're, you know, calorie dense. So, you know, it kept me full and I have the biggest sweet tooth on the planet. So it was the best of both worlds. So when I was in college, I literally would live on them. Like I would go during my lunch break and I would go to Starbucks and get a venti. Um, and I would have them. And I think it got to the point where obviously like they're delicious, but I, it got to the point where one, I was so unsure of what, made my body feel good but I also think that there was a component of this you know well like if it's lower calorie than like a full meal that's not super bad right you know I was in college I you know wanted to look a certain way um and you know that ultimately I think drove the consistency of doing that over probably a couple of years. And at the time I was playing volleyball, um, in college. And so I needed the energy sources, but I would just, um, grab a frappuccino and do my thing. And so obviously that's not the traditional quote unquote diet food, but it does relate to these conceptions that if we have something smaller, if we have something less, if we have something, something, um, that isn't a traditional full meal, that maybe that that will lead to weight loss or maybe that will lead to us having the, the body that we desire. But then we get to energy components of things and we get into overeating at night and you know we're going to do a whole episode on binging, but the thought that eating less is going to yield um, the results that we're looking for is really the starting point to these diet trends and the and the message that we're hearing over and over. Eat less, be smaller. Eat less, lose more. Like, what about our energy levels? What about what our muscles need in order to function, in order to exercise, in order to feel good? Like, what about that? Why is it that eating less and being smaller is the goal? So that's just... You know, that's a, a, a big conversation in itself. But so back to my, my Starbucks. So I did that for a long time and then, um, I wasn't getting the nutrients that I needed. It was like almond milk. So I wasn't even getting protein and then all the stuff that they put in the, um, in the frappuccinos. And I'm not saying frappuccinos are bad. I'm just saying using it as a meal replacement when It was literally for the intention, like once I knew my my food allergies, once, you know, just for the intention of, oh, I could skip a meal in order to have this, it leads to this, you know, constant thought that I'm not going to be okay if I have a full meal. So my next diet that I didn't know I was on is after college, my cousin and I decided to do a fitness bikini competition. And truthfully, I literally said, because one of my other friends was was into it, you know, and she would make all of her food and prep all of it, and like she was super dedicated and exercising, and um, you know, at the time I felt she looked amazing. I'm not saying she didn't look amazing, but it it shouldn't just be on the based on her her body, based on you know everything behind the scenes. So I did this. Um, so I went to one of her shows, and I literally said to myself, and this is how I've gotten into a lot of the performance-based things that I've done throughout the course of my life, I literally said to myself, you could never do that. So I like a good challenge. And so I did it. And so I got into a coaching program and um, they were big proponents of one of these MLM, um, multi-level marketing businesses, where you have a lot of shakes and products in order to be successful. And yeah, they taste better than just having you know, straight chicken breasts all the time. Um, And they do have supplemental uh, nutrition in there, but one, they're crazy expensive. And one thing that I used to tell all my clients when we were talking about weight loss was if you don't learn how to eat for your body and you're only having these supplemental things in order to achieve your results, what happens if those are not available, if you can't afford them anymore, or if a shipment is late? You haven't learned what to eat. So that's a whole a whole nother level. But anyway, so I, I did these products. The first I want to say it was like a twelve week cycle to prepare for it, exercise and nutrition. And the first week was this cleanse. And it was like two shakes a day, one super small meal with like spinach, which I still to this day, like I I will buy bags of spinach for like a normal, you know. Meal or salad or whatever, it sits in my fridge because of all this. <laughs> I should do. I should do a video on how many times it goes bad because like, I hate putting you know throwing food away, but I just can't bring myself because of all this. So spinach, sweet potato, chicken, no seasonings, you know, all of that. And then there was like a little square chocolate bar, like literally one inch by one inch that I could have. So I was probably on day and then I I feel like there was probably something that I put in water I don't know to suppress the appetite I don't remember this is a long time ago probably I don't know 10 years ago um and so I was like day three and every day like you started off really light and then you added just a little bit each day day three I'm working at the hospital um in the, in the nutrition department and I'm literally texting my coach being like, and my coach was not someone that was, you know, had a degree in something, had made this, you know, to make sure it fit with my health. They were just following along with what the program coaches had told them to do. So I um, text them and I'm like, listen, I feel horrible. I'm dizzy. I'm nauseous. Like, I feel, I had an insane headache. Like, I don't feel good. And their response was, just keep going. It'll get better. So I might have waited another half day. That's probably as much as I could take. And they said, just keep following it. Just keep going. It's only seven days And that was probably the one of the biggest points in my nutrition, professional nutrition career. This is before I became a dietitian that I was like, oh no, 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 this is not okay. And I had no idea that this level of, you know, I, I had always been an athlete. I'd always, you know, played sports. I understood the value of fueling your body for these sports. And so this was a very different type of sport, but I just, you know, I thought eating in alignment with my exercises was going to, you know, lead to, um, the performance component of things, but the performance was all visual. So I had to shrink my body to get to this point. So needless to say that week did not go well. The rest of the prep process was okay. It definitely, you know, minimal food, bland. Again, I still can't buy a bag of spinach and bring myself to eat it, um, and it just it was a whole process so anyway so I get to um show day and for whatever reason my so my parents came I was there with my cousin my aunt and uncle were there um first of all awkward you're on a stage in a bikini a very revealing bikini and all these people are watching you very awkward and there was also like a costume component of like when I tell you in the beginning of, this, of my podcast that I'm awkward in social situations, this was like the epitome of it. So the, all the hype, all the adrenaline, all the excitement, like there's a huge community that you know does this, was there. So I didn't realize how hungry I was. I didn't realize how tired I was because I just thought it was preparation for this competition. And so I um, get to that day, And, you know, it's super depleted. You like don't have water so that your muscle definition shows more. And like, there's a whole thing to it. Um, Literally everything that I recommend against my clients, you know, doing right now um, for all the reasons. And so I get on stage, it's an extremely long day. And then my coach wants a picture with myself and my cousin. And I literally finished the show. It was at a casino I bounced, I think my family had already left. I bounced and I, mind you, at this time I'm still allergic to gluten and dairy and I know it and I'm good at managing it. Um, and I was um, in the, whatever it is, the gift shop of um, the casino, grabbed, I think I grabbed Reese's and peanut MMs, and I'm sitting in the lobby crying like stuffing these into my face and it was obviously so much emotion from like the super long day and all that stuff but it was the the deprivation of all this food all these nutrients that I needed and the fact that even on that day I felt fat and people like look back at those pictures and they're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, but that's that's the reality of it. Our perception of our bodies is so distorted based on the things that we're comparing to that no one situation is going to be it. Yep, I reached it until we work on that, you know, mental side of things. So that was probably and so what you're supposed to do after those competitions. Is you're supposed to quote-unquote reverse diet, so it's slowly adding things back in because your metabolism has gotten used to essentially restricting. And um, I did a horrible job of that because it's you know how hard is it to you know just slowly add one thing in at a time, um, or you know a couple hundred extra calories in at a time in order to you know slowly um, slowly gain the metabolism back. So no idea then, no idea while I was doing it, but definitely after I recognized, holy cow, that was the most unhealthy thing I could do for myself, and I never want to put my body through that again. So I did not do that (laughs) again. But... It's the same thing when we do these diets. When we feel restricted, when we feel we can't have something. I used to tell my clients all the time when they would come into my um, office, they'd ask for weight loss and you know they'd say, what do I need to give up? And I'd say, nothing. They would say, what do you mean? I got to give up something. And I said, if I tell you to stop having M&Ms and you haven't had M&Ms for six months, I would bet good money That the second you leave my office, you're going to grab some M&Ms. When someone else dictates what you can and cannot have and takes away the ability for you to intuitively understand, do I want something? Will this fulfill me in whatever factor, enjoyment, um, nutrients, you know, uh, nourishment, whatever? It will not be sustainable. But I think that we've gotten to this point where we're always told what to do. We're told what to do at work. We're told how to be moms. We're told how to you know, be good, significant others. We're told how to eat. We lose that ability to understand how to listen to our bodies. And ultimately, that's why we go back to these diets over and over again. But then we do all these diets... And because they're all counterintuitive, keto being, you know, no carb, um, you know, the low fat options, the no dairy options, the no sugar options. What do you have left? Lettuce? Tall glass of water? If you guys haven't seen, um on YouTube, Harvard sailing team, girls will, or boys will be, will be girls. They do a funny skit on, um, pretending to be girls. It's not funny. It's, it's unfortunately very true. Um, and they, you know, they are pretending to be the girls and they say, you know, Oh, we're going to go on a diet together. And, you know, I shared a bagel with the trash and, um, you know, I had a, a, um, ice cube for, um, dinner And so it's, it's funnier. Watch it, please. But, (laughs) um, it's the reality. We, whether we're meant, you know, trying intentionally to diet or not, if we are not consciously working towards unlearning those rules and giving ourselves permission to listen to our bodies and accept our bodies exactly how they are right now, we will never get to this comfortable place now, I'm not saying, you know, once you have a good relationship with food, have a great relationship with your body, you feel confident in the person that you are as a whole that, you know, you should never make changes or you should never strive for other things, you should never, but it's, one, it's the intention. What are you trying to accomplish? And two, it's feeling comfortable where you are now. Otherwise, any changes that you make will never feel like enough, ever. Be honest with yourself. The things that you've done in the past I thought this fitness competition was going to make me feel amazing. These girls looked great. If I looked like that, oh my gosh. And I felt fat that day. I felt so uncomfortable. And it was probably the lightest I've ever been in an unhealthy way. We will not truly unlock our full confidence and, comf- and feeling comfortable. Isn't that, wouldn't that feel amazing, feeling comfortable in our bodies? knowing that these daily fluctuations happen, knowing that we're women and we have a period every single month, knowing that you know we go through these you know, different hormone you know, stages, knowing that that's normal and feeling comfortable in how you feel your body and how you move your body, how you think about your body, how you value yourself, how much mental stress would that takeaway versus how much we think about food and how much we shame our bodies. It's hard, but I bring these things to, to light so you can see even someone myself who has been in the, I don't know, I've always been active. I've always been into fitness. I obviously became a dietitian. I've been in, in the nutrition field for now. I started my degree at 18, so 12 years. And I still had struggles with it. So it's not going to change overnight. But first is making the choice. First is making the choice that you do not need to fit into a box. You do not need to listen to other people in regards to your body and your food. You know. In there. Deep, deep, deep in there. You might need some help uncovering it. But deep in there, you know what your body wants and needs but you got to learn how to trust it all right that's it for today guys i love you so much and uh i hope this was really helpful Thank you so much for listening to the Happy, Healthy, Unfiltered Woman podcast. I am so grateful to have you in this community. Follow me on Instagram at jenbraun.rd for more information on creating your most confident life. I also have a link in my show notes to my free Facebook community. Inside there, there's free training, community support, all for free. You don't want to miss out on that. And if you're ready to ditch dieting for good, not feel ashamed of your body and create the life you desire, message me on Instagram and apply for my allowed program. Let's transform your life. See you next time.